Special bonus episode, five personalities from the Dan Lebitard Show with Stu Gatz. Embrace your mistakes. So I guess that was my favorite mis- favorite mistake. My favorite mistake. Oh, this is a good one, Mark. So you want me to tell you about my favorite mistake that I've made on the show? So yeah, those are my uh, favorite, if you can say favorite, mistakes I've done. I'm Mark Rabin. This podcast is all about learning from our mistakes in the workplace. Today, we'll hear favorite mistake stories from Greg Cody, columnist with the Miami Herald and weekly guest and host of the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody podcast. Amin Al-Hassan, former NBA executive and regular guest on the show. And we'll hear from three producers, Chris Cody, Roy Bellamy, and Billy Guillermo Gill through Cameo, which is where I got the videos and the audio. You can find uh, the video of this episode if you want to watch them by going to markgraben.com slash LAF. Now, the Dan Lepetard Show with Stu Gotts, it's my favorite podcast to listen to. I've been listening for years. They recently left the Disney and ESPN corporate family. Was this a mistake? Well, many might have thought so, but they recently signed a $50 million three-year sponsorship deal to help them keep going as an independent podcast. As a thank you to my guests, I made a donation to a cause they support, the Ron McGill Conservation Endowment. Ron McGill is a zoologist from Zoo Miami who's a frequent weekly guest on The Levitard Show. I hope you'll consider doing the same, making a donation to uh, this great cause. You'll find a link for where you can learn more about that, again, at markgraven.com slash LAF. If you listen to The Levitard Show, if you get the show, you'll enjoy this episode of My Favorite Mistake. If you don't get the show, I hope you'll enjoy the stories anyway. Unlike Dan, I won't stop and interrupt things to explain the show references, but here we go. Five favorite mistakes from the Dan Levitard show with Stu Gatz crew. Oh, I did try reaching out to Stu Gatz through Cameo. He never got back to me. Um, I guess I didn't offer him enough, but at least I tried. So first off is Greg Cody. Hey, my favorite mistake. <laughs> what an odd phrase. Um, it's an oxymoron. Why would I consider a mistake to be uh, something cherished and favorited? But um, I, I, <laughs> I guess every time I miss a hard network out on the Levitard show, it might qualify as a favorite mistake because it's sort of fun. You know, it happens. People seem to like it, whatever. Um, I've actually, uh, in my journalism career uh, at the Miami Herald, you know, you tend to you know, over time, you're going to make mistakes. And I remember back in the, uh, this would have been the late 70s, I was covering the Fort Lauderdale Strikers soccer team. And I did a story, uh, it, it was like during the Argentina Falkland Islands British War, whenever that was. And uh, I was interviewing one of the Strikers players, a defender named Ken Fogarty. And he was telling me a great you know, human interest story about how his um, sister was uh, in the British Navy, you know, headed to the Falkland Islands to fight this war. And so I, <laughs> I write that story, and it's sort of, you know, it's whatever, it's a funny, it, it's not a funny story, it's sort of like a, I thought it was a pretty neat story. And uh, it, it turns out he made the whole thing up, because Ken Fogarty was like a court jester. 
um, just making shit up. So the next day, you know, the Miami News, the competing paper, wrote a story about how I'd been duped, and it was sort of embarrassing at the time, but it sort of taught me a lesson, and that's why it's sort of my favorite mistake. It taught me a lesson that you can take nothing at face value. Like, if you're interviewing somebody who tells you their name is Tom Smith, I ask, is that T-O-M-S-M-I-T-H? You know, because, hey, I used to know a guy named Tom with an H, T-H-O-M. So you can never take anything for granted. You always double-check everything. So I guess that was my favorite favorite mistake. See ya. Bye-bye. Next is Amin Al-Hassan. My favorite mistake. Oh, this is a good one, Mark. Good question. Um, okay, this one's kind of recent. So, I'm... Uh, uh, this is when I'm at ESPN. Uh, they tell me, hey, there's this reporter, there's this you know, guy who's writing a story about the Dan Levitard show. Uh, can you talk to him? And I said, sure. So put me in contact with the guy. He says, hey, how's it going? Nice to meet you. I'm a big fan of the show. Um, what are you, uh, what's your schedule availability? I said, hey, I'm available pretty much any time after this time. I said, cool, I'll, I'll do it during my lunch break. So I'm like, all right, cool. So then he calls me and we have like a great conversation. I'm thinking like this guy's some college kid or whatever. You know, probably working another job and he's just trying to get his information together. So I call the guy, we talk for about an hour. It's a great conversation. And I'm kind of giving him little tips and hints and stuff. And I'm like, oh, you know, young kid, getting into journalism. Map him out. So everything went cool. I, I, I don't think I was condescending, but I definitely was a level of kind of paternalistic kind of or uncle advice or whatever. So fast forward like a month later or whatever. I'm with Pablo Torre. Pablo says to me, hey, man, he's not the Mike. Uh, Mike Sure. I said, who the hell is Mike Sure? So, you know, Mike Sure, the guy who invented uh, Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine-Nine and was a producer on The Office. And I said, wow, no, no. I didn't talk, why would he talk to me? Since he's writing something about Levitard show. And I said, oh, dear Jesus. <laughs> I talked to the guy. Like he was a child, like he was like 22, straight out of college. Dude, the most successful producers in the history of American television. Really, really, really embarrassing. I guess the mistake I made was thinking I'm hot shit. And <laughs> the learning experience is like, if you don't know who you're talking to, do not pretend to be hot shit. Hope that works for you. And now, Chris Cody. Yes, he is Greg Cody's son. What's up, Mark? Hey, uh, so you want me to tell you about my favorite mistake that I've made on the show? It's interesting. I've given this some thought. Um, and I think my favorite mistake is when it's, it's, it's probably one of my earliest mistakes. It was when I would still get really scared before talking on air. And it was during funniest thing from the sports weekend. We've, uh, we've replayed this sound before. We've also, I think, believe it's a rejoin back when we did rejoins. Um, it was Tyron Smith, Tyrod Taylor. Okay, so the situation was we were going around the room and saying funniest thing from the sports weekend. And my fun- funniest thing was 
um, the Cowboys that week had played on NBC Sunday Night Football, and there was just the graphic of Tyron Smith at one point, the left tackle for the Cowboys, and it was just the graphic of like showing how large he was, and he had a football in his hands, kind of the way I'm holding, like he was, and and the way his hands squashed it, the football looked so small in his hands and it was just an amazingly funny picture because of how large his hands were and the way I just said that to you was what I was kind of trying to go for on air um but I was new to speaking on air this was back in the day when I would only kind of speak during funniest thing from the sports weekend so like the whole day before the show I would be thinking okay we got funniest thing today I got to talk on air and that's a big deal and I'm nervous about it what am I going to do let me pick something that's really quick to say because I would generally avoid, even if I thought something was funnier, that was a really long, detailed sentence, I would be like, nope, too much pressure, I'm just going to go. I would always look for the, the simplest, funniest thing to say. And I thought, Tyrod Smith, uh, he was holding a ball, and it looked... And so basically what happened was I got... I started talking and I lost and someone said something to me right before air. So I got rattled and I like lost my train of thought. So I ended up calling him Tyrod Smith, Tyrod Taylor. And I like, I, I just fumbled on his name three or four times. And then I was just like lost all confidence. And I was like the ball and it's, it, it looks so small and it's, it's a really funny clip to hear back. It makes me cringe. It makes me realize how far I've come as far as just like, I don't generally get scared now when I, I'm going to talk on air. Sometimes I lose my train of thought because I'll be like wanting to say something and then I'll hear someone say something and then Dan will go to me and I'm like, oh wait, what was I going to say just before that? So that still happens sometimes, but it's never of fear. But that's a funny thing to think about how far and how long ago that was and how embarrassing that was because, but you know, like our show, it was an embarrassing thing, but we ended up turning it into a win and we've replayed it a bunch. It was a rejoin. So look at me, even when I'm bad, I'm good. That's the beauty of the show. But I hope that's what you wanted. Um, it's a little wordy, I know. Um, I hope uh, your podcast, you know, you can tighten me up a little bit, make me sound better than I actually am. But, uh, Mark, I appreciate the support. Um, I feel like you've already, I mean, it is a better cause to do $100 to Ron than to this. But I was going to say you don't have to do that. Um, you know, this is enough. But if you'd like to donate to Ron, that would be nice, too. Maybe I'll make a little donation to Ron because um, now you made me feel bad. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's a great cause. He's got a huge endowment, baby. Anyways, Mark, appreciate the support. Have a good day. And now Roy Bellamy, a.k.a. King Roy. And make sure you listen for an appearance by his daughter, a.k.a. Princess Claire. Princess Claire. Okay, Mark, my favorite mistake that I've done over the course of my career is I used to be the Marlins producer uh, for their games. So... I had ordered food because I was hungry, and in the middle of an inning, I had gone outside and I had picked up the food. And then when I got back, apparently, uh, the third out was made. So about 30 seconds had passed by before um, I uh, went to break uh, for commercials. So luckily, um, the announcers did not make a sound because, quite frankly, they didn't know that they went to break. So, uh, yeah, uh, another time, um, I, uh, again, a food situation, again, well, this one was for the heat. I was the heat producer, and I had gotten locked out of the studio. Luckily, uh, cleaners, the cleaners were there to help clean up the studio, 
so I knocked on the door, and after about, I would say, 35 seconds, the door opened, and I was able to get back into the studio. I got lucky there. So, yeah, those are my uh, favorite, if you can say favorite, mistakes that I've done or that have happened over the course of my career. And finally, Billy Gill, also known as Guillermo. And I want to give a special thanks to Billy. He was the first one to accept my offer to share his favorite mistake story. It turned out to be stories. If you listen to the show, I think you really you'll you'll enjoy and appreciate the next, I don't know, six minutes or so of peak Billy Gill. Hey, Mark, it's Billy. Hey, my favorite mistake listeners, it's Billy. How are you? I've come up with three mistakes that I've made to share with you today uh, that I guess turned into a learning opportunity for me. Um, Here's a mistake, not included in the three, bonus mistake. I don't know if you get a bonus before you get the actual, like, meat and potatoes, as they say. Here's a bonus mistake. I keep coming outside to do these videos at the same time-ish, more or less, thinking how many neighbors could possibly be left to cut their grass. I don't, I, I have to assume that you can hear what's going on. I think it's a leaf blower. I think it's getting closer. It's like every day I'm out here recording these things and every day there's still grass being cut. I don't understand how many lawns there are in this area that need to be cut, but is that a mistake? That doesn't count. Because uh, you could argue I haven't learned from that mistake because I keep making the mistake over and over again. So that one probably doesn't count. Here's a mistake. Bald eagles. I didn't know, and this is probably, this shouldn't surprise you, I didn't even realize the mistake that I had made until like, something else is going by. I didn't even realize the mistake I had made until like a year or two later, listening to it as a rejoin. The question was, I think the question, what was the question? I feel like the question was, to describe America in one word, right? I think that's what it was. And then I think Chris said freedom, and I said bald eagles. I didn't hear the one word portion of that question. I just thought describe America in a phrase. I think that was the question. Describe whatever it was. It was describe something patriotic in a phrase. Uh, and I thought bald eagles. And... It was supposed to be one word. I also didn't remember that a mean was there, but listening to the rejoin, I hear a mean every time. And I'm like, okay, a mean was there for what was, you know, a horrible mistake that I made uh, that's ended up working out because they've made Bald Eagle t-shirts. The Bald Eagle t-shirt led to the Bald Eagle costume at Tim Legler's house on Halloween. The Bald Eagle costume at Tim Legler's house on Halloween led to the bald eagle appearance on Radio Row in Atlanta. So that one mistake led to t-shirts, rejoins, uh, a Halloween costume, a Super Bowl appearance. So that was one thing that ended up working out. Here's another mistake, DDP. Uh, DDP was on one day that I was filling in 
and he got very angry at Dan and just started cursing up a storm. And my mistake was I should have probably hung up on him after the first curse. Um, And luckily Roy was there and he caught the other curses and that all worked out smoothly. But to tie those two mistakes together, because of Bald Eagle and because of DDP, we had a collision course of mistakes at the Atlanta Super Bowl Radio Row where DDP was there promoting DDP yoga, or I don't remember what it was, and we were trying to book him on the show, and he remembered the Dan situation and did not come on the show, uh, but said to send Dan his love or best wishes or whatever it was. And then later on, when I was dressed as a bald eagle, was able to get DDP on the show and make a prediction for the game because he was more open to talking to a bald eagle than he was to join the show normally. Another mistake, the onion. Uh, The onion and eating the onion also seems to be a thing people love, and that has lasted a while, and that sound still haunts me, and the taste still haunts me. Um, And my mistake was eating the onion because I've since learned that, as you can hear, people are cutting the rest. I've since learned that apparently you just don't need to pay off any of your grid of death punishments, and there's no real consequences. So if I wouldn't have eaten that onion... Uh, I wouldn't have ended up in the hospital that day because I ended up vomiting so much that I became dehydrated and I had had kidney stones. Apparently at the time it forced out one of the kidney stones and they had to admit me. It was one of the worst. I suffer from kidney stones uh, regularly actually. And if you must know, this morning I actually had a kidney stone and I still have my uh, urgent care bracelet on. But anyway, That was the worst incident of kidney stones I ever had. It's because I was so dehydrated from all the vomiting that I was admitted to the hospital. I was there for two days. It ended up costing me, after insurance and everything, like $1,500 or something, all because of that stupid onion that I had to eat for the bucket of death. And because I didn't want problems, I didn't try to like expense it with the company or anything. So, yeah, my mistake there was actually honoring the grit of death and uh, participating in that. Anyways, my favorite mistake listeners, Mark. Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it in the grid of death, what happens to those fines? Because those fines were a reward from the bucket of death, and the fines have continued, but we haven't been doing it anymore. Hmm. Anyways, my favorite mistake listeners, Mark. Embrace your mistakes. Again, a big, huge thanks to Greg Cody, Amin El Hassan, Chris Cody, Roy Bellamy, and Billy Gill. If you enjoyed this and if you appreciate what they do, uh, please consider making a donation to the Ron McGill Conservation Endowment. You can find a link where you can learn more and where you can click to donate by going to markgraven.com slash LAF. And, you know, for all the joking around with the Dan Lebertard show, I appreciate that they always bring a serious, important message to the conversation. I think the serious message here is about learning from our mistakes. And if you've listened this far, I hope you'll think about times when you made a mistake. It it is a strange phrase, as Greg Cody said, but think about what makes it a favorite mistake. It turned out to be a learning opportunity, or it was a mistake that opened doors to something better that you wouldn't have anticipated. That's what this podcast is all about. So I hope you'll consider 
following and then rate and review. As uh, Stugatz would say, unfollow and then refollow and re-rate and re-review. I don't know if that really helps. But anyway, again, thanks for listening. You can learn more about this podcast online at myfavoritemistakepodcast.com.